Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I'm Eliana Palomino, a proud Greek American, former Miss Teen America, corporate sales leader turned entrepreneur, mother, and wife. And I believe that we are made for more. But without the right tools, mindset, or support system to help us grow, that potential never gets unleashed. And that, my friends, is a life unlived. This show is all about expanding your mindset, unlocking your potential, and learning from the best on how to elevate your life, business, and relationships. Set your intentions, and like we say in Greek, Bame, let's go. Welcome, welcome, you guys. I am so excited for today's episode. First of all, Happy New Year. This is our first episode of the new year, and that is so crazy. It is crazy exciting. There's so much kind of like freshness, newness, obviously, to a new year, but um, it just gives you so much opportunity to really let go of the things that you don't want, didn't like, and adopt the things that you do want and do like, right? But the key is, are we going to stick with it? So stay tuned for this episode because we are going to be talking about my ins and outs for 2024 and also some of my reflections going uh, from, from 2023. So um, first of all, if you've been listening to the show since we started last year, which is kind of cool to say, um, thank you so much for being here. I am so grateful for you tuning in every single week and really absorbing the content that we've been sharing here. I would love to know which ones have stood out to you the most, what has been helpful for you, what has been inspirational, what have you learned, what have been your takeaways, how have you been able to deeper your understanding with yourself, with your life, with your loved ones, have you been able to improve your habits, your health. We've had a couple of episodes regarding women's hormones, which I loved, and we're going to have a few more coming to the show. Um, but I'll tell you this, there's been so much that I've taken away from the guests of this show and so much that has been brought back to me just by showing up for you guys and creating this platform in this space. So I hope it's been able to inspire you in many ways as much as it has for me. Uh, especially as a new mom, we've had a lot of content revolving parenthood and motherhood and all of the support that goes along with that. So if you're a new mom like me, I would love to hear from you on social. Please find me at Elevate with Eliana and share what has been your greatest takeaways from tuning into this show. If you're new here, I welcome you. I'm so grateful to be spending this time with you and love to hear where are we together? Are we at the start of your day getting ready together? Are we taking the kids to school on our way to work, heading home on a walk or workout? I'd love to know. Um, and lastly, okay, if you've been loving what you've been hearing or you like by the end of this episode and want to tune into more, I would be so grateful for an honest review and a rating, you guys, please. That is the best way to support the show. Um, obviously, we don't get paid to do this. And so the best way to support the show is by leaving it a review, giving it a rating, and by sharing it with a friend you know would love it too. So that would mean the world to me. And without further ado, I've actually, I haven't recorded in a while because 
we took time uh, in the holidays to go on a family vacation. And when we did that, I brought my equipment with me, but it was a bit more challenging than I thought. You know, we had our son with us, um, which, you know, my husband was going to watch him for me for, for myself to record. Um, but the building that we were staying in, it's our um, apartment building. You could hear all of the hustle and bustle and all of the echoes in the hallway and all just everything. So it was better that I waited. And then the day we were going to record a his and her episode with my husband, um, I ended up getting my period that day. And if you listened to our episode on cycle syncing, it's not our best day, ladies, for, for most of us, I'll say. And I was just feeling really off that day. Like I was really attuned to my hormones and my energy and I didn't want to record with that energy. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to push through like I used to. I would have just said, you know, forget that. Like I've got, you know, shit to do. Um, but I was really tuning in. I was really listening and I did not want to push through. It was like, you know what? We're going to pause. We're going to take this time to rest. We're going to enjoy our day. And something really significant happened that day, which we'll be sharing in our next episode of His and Her um, coming your way next week, you guys. Um, it's going to be super juicy, like all of the things that took place in our time in Peru. And we might even need to break it up into two episodes because it was that much, like so much reflection, revelation, and just moments where we get to look back and laugh at ourselves now, right? But in the moment, it wasn't so funny. So I think there's so much to be said for that as well. Like, can we shorten the time of when we're you know, not having a good moment to, yes, we must feel the things, but you also know that there's a silver lining on the other side and that whether it's tomorrow, the next away, the next day or next week, you're going to be sharing the story about it with your friends laughing. So why not kind of like have that uh, experience in the moment where you can laugh about it in the moment. And that's kind of how I operate. So anyways, we're going to be sharing some of those, those things that took place that were not so funny, but now funny, right? Um, and make good, good storytelling over dinner in a glass of wine with friends. Um, but I want to share with you what have been, what's, it's been kind of trending on social, right? The ins and outs of 2024. And so, it took me some time to really think about what were my ins and outs for 2024 and my reflections coming to the end of the year in 2023. So I've compiled my list and I want to share them with you because I think that there's so much magic and power in recognizing not necessarily what are the new goals and big things you want to do, which yes, that's amazing to have those visions for our life, which is our guiding post and our GPS. But when we break down our life on a micro level, on a day-to-day, what are the things that aren't serving you, that aren't um, ensuring your maximum productivity, or just a way to be more in tune with yourself and to honor yourself, Um, which when you honor yourself, you're honoring your goals and your visions at large. And so I want to start by some of my um, end of year reflections in 2023 that helped me elevate at the end of the day. And 
you know, that's what the show is entirely about is elevating our lives. How do we get unstuck right from the things that are keeping us stuck? And most of the times it's the stories that we're buying into. It's the identity that we think we are. So we act as if, and some of the times those things are just simply not true or we make them true for as long as we believe them to be true. And so um, things that helped me elevate in 2023 were these four very powerful things. My first one was when we filter life's truth, when we filter life's truths during hard times. What do I mean by that? Well, life will inevitably hit you with a ton of bricks, whether it's you know, your family calling you and kind of dumping something on you, um, or it's things from the past that are coming up, whether it's, you know, financial hardships that are taking place and it's navigating through, you know, times of uncertainty, whether it's relational um, troubles, right? Maybe things in your marriage aren't looking the way you want them to, or your your children, your work, your career, like things are going to happen, right? And it's difficult to maintain a positive attitude or to be the person you want to be when you know, bad things happen, when things don't go your way, when, you know, um, you know, people are speaking negatively about you or not showing up for you or not having your back or like the, the, the rug was ripped out from underneath you. How do you show up in a way that honors the part of you that wants to be that stand up woman that wants to honor that higher self within you that wants to show up within love, integrity, dignity, authenticity without, you know, all of our reactions and the ways that we show up that we're not proud of, but they show up because we're human and those emotions are also right there. How, how do we manage that? And so for me, I had a couple of those moments come up in 2023 and what really helped me was filtering life's truths. What are life's truths that you know to be true? Number one, life is always happening for you. If that is true, which I do believe it is, right? But even if you don't, and because things still come up and you're like, how could this be happening for me? Now, pause. If life is happening for you, okay, what? how would you then filter the situation that is coming up for you or that has happened with that truth in mind, right? To then help you process differently to then create a response and an outcome that would be different than what you would do before. So I had a scenario come up right around the holidays, actually, and it was devastating. Like I... I called one friend. I didn't want to call the world. I called, I phoned one friend. I shared and she asked me, is it okay for me to share number one, right? I, do I have permission? I said, yes, you have permission. And from there, I got the best piece of advice I could have ever gotten. And that was to get quiet. And when you get quiet, you can really hear what, is coming up for you and if there's anything to do. But so often we don't get quiet and we automatically go into the doing. I have to do something right now about this. And we never hear 
what comes up for us intuitively, right? From our heart, from our soul, from our being, from our higher self, from God, from the universe, from your angels, okay? You never hear from them because you're constantly in the doing. So I focused on filtering life's truth so I could be and hear and then learn, find out basically what there is for me to do from that place of being grounded. And so I got quiet and I went to my corner and I sat with my thoughts and I quieted my mind. If I know everything is happening for me, okay, I know that. I may not see it right now. I don't understand how this could be happening for me, okay, but I'm giving it up. I, I want you, my higher self, universe God, I, I want you to fill my mind right now, fill my heart and show me what I'm not seeing. Please show me how I can move through this with that truth in mind and what you would like me to do with this. What am I not seeing? What do you want me to see? And I swear to God, within a couple of moments of just sitting with that and really just honoring that there, there is something for me that I'm not seeing and I want to see it, the most amazing thing happened and I guarantee you, you're going to be left with so much peace like I was. And it allowed me to show up with authenticity. Okay. It doesn't mean that the things I had to do were easy, but I was honoring my well-being. And I was honoring what felt true and right to me without unnecessary reactions. Okay. So filter life's truths during hard moments. Um, the second thing that helped me elevate in 2023 was acknowledging my role in things when scenarios play out, when situations occur, when, you know, between friendship, dialogue, work, relationship, marriage, especially marriage, acknowledging my role. Hi, we all, to some degree, want to be the hero in our own story always like why wouldn't you you know and it's really hard when you're witnessing someone's reaction or their blame or their deflect or their silence or whatever it is and not acknowledge your role in that scenario right and this helped me a lot go from honoring my ego okay when so when you're not acknowledging your role it's like you want to be right. You want to see yourself as the hero, which doesn't help anybody except you. Um, but when you acknowledge your role and you can see yourself from that outside in perspective, you can see how that dialogue or that story kind of played out. And how are you showing up that also had an impact on that situation? And that's helped me infuse so much more understanding of the other person that I'm engaging with and compassion and really recognize, oh, wow, I can see how the way I showed up was, you know, potentially harming you because I showed up in this way, which then caused hurt and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Now, it isn't to take all the blame or to then, you know, absorb the entire scenario, but it is to, you know, I like... There, there's a balance to everything, okay? 
Um, it's not about being right. It's about understanding. And when you view things from that lens, um, it becomes so much more easy to navigate through scenarios because you're not trying to be right. You want to understand what was the unmet need that took place and what was your role in creating that as well. Okay, everything is co-created with you and somebody else or you alone, right? So acknowledging my role was really crucial to infusing more understanding and less blame. The next thing, and it's the third out of four before we move on to the ins and outs of 2024, was the power of rest. If you're like me, you're a go-go girl. I'm sorry, wait, a go-go, a go-go-go kind of gal. (laughs) You're a go-go-go kind of gal. Like you're always doing something. You can never sit still. There's always something to do. And truthfully, I don't know about you, but this fuels my overwhelm, my anxiety, and it actually causes me to be scattered sometimes because I put too much on my plate. I think I can do it all. I'm trying to be like super efficient, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like overwhelming myself all the time. And it's not needed. I am co-creating this way of operating. Like I am creating this super unnecessary being of anxiety, of overwhelm, of feeling scattered, of always feeling like I have to be in a rush, and that's not the case. So to contradict that and create some balance in this area of my life, I had to recognize the power of rest. And uh, the way that I implemented this was um, sometimes I would just feel like, okay, and so let me also mention that um, someone that loves like hardcore workouts. Okay. And I think we talked about this in previous episodes. So if you've heard them, you know that I'm all about the battle ropes and the burpees and the push-ups and the sled pushes and the sprints. Okay. So very like high impact, which correlates back to my need of just being like on all the time. And so the power of rest, I implemented this pretty much in all areas of life. I, cooked dinner earlier in the evenings. I scaled back on my workouts and I actually took a break from working out completely and just focused on walking and jogging occasionally um, and stretching. Um, I would put less on my plate for the day. And these are my two things for the day. Great. If I don't get them done, it's okay. And that was a huge one to get through. Um, You know, it's okay to watch a movie. It's okay to get into a series if you want. Going to bed earlier, that was a big one for me. Um, And it just gave me (sighs) that breath of not fresh air, that breath of peace, that breath of stillness, that breath of presence. So the power of rest gave me presence in my life. And that's what I recognized that the go, go, go gal doesn't equal presence. It equals rush. It equals anxiety. It equals scattered brained. And when I want to look back at my day or my week or my month, and I think about where was I really present, dropping in, not thinking about what I have to do tomorrow, the next day, this evening, blah, 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 which it's it's inevitable, okay? But if we can think about 
How much presence did I have in my day? How much presence have I had with my son this week, with my husband this day? That, there's so much power into it. So that was an incredible one for me. Hey, hey, you guys, popping in here real quick for you all. As some of you may know, I was in corporate finance and still like to maintain the inside scoop on things. So naturally, when I found out there was a tax credit for the time lost in business during COVID, specifically for entrepreneurs and 1099 contractors, I had to make it known on the show for you guys. If you were a 1099 contractor or had your own LLC as a solopreneur or had a small team, claimed $15,000 or more during 2020 or 2021 or both, you could be eligible for up to $32,000 back. If you have children and claim them as your dependents, you could actually qualify for more. When I first heard about this, I was shocked that it was not being shared more publicly, so I had to bring it to you guys. The application process is super easy and takes about 10 minutes to do. Then after you upload your documents, a specialist will reach out to confirm if anything is missing and the amount you qualify for. This applies to real estate agents, folks in network marketing, hairdressers, nail artists, contractors, solopreneurs, freelancers. If that's you, click the link in the show notes to apply and find out how much you can qualify for today. If that's not you, but you still want to spread the message with those you think could qualify, click the link to become an affiliate and share your link with your community today. Now, back to the show. And lastly, this one, ooh, this hits home, okay? This hits like that inner, inner, inner work that subconsciously runs our entire life. Um, And that is to be the love that you seek. So for me to be, to, you know, I am the love that I seek. So this came up in a really profound way that we're going to be sharing in our His and Her episode. We had a very, very special cacao ceremony on Christmas Day in the jungle of Peru. Like, what in the world? It was so special, so miraculous, not planned, okay? Being in the jungle in Christmas in Peru was planned, but the cacao ceremony on Christmas was not planned. And what came up for me was this, that I am the love that I seek. And I love that it happened right before the new year. So I could include it (laughs) in my end of 2023 reflections. Um, But basically, we have stories, okay, from our, that have been formed from our childhood. And that's how we filter our life as an adult, is the stories, is based on the stories that we have perceived and received since we've been a child. And unless we change those stories from when we were little, boys and girls, okay, of what we didn't receive, what where there was a lack of, um, that is how we subconsciously run our life if we're not careful and aware of those stories and limiting beliefs. And I say they're limiting because what happened to you as a child, those dynamics that played out, the roles that were being played between your mother, your father, your grandparents, those that cared for you, those that weren't there for you, um, they actually have nothing to do with you. Zero. The implications that were put on you, 
have nothing to do with you. But yet we as children don't know how to internalize um, and and create a barrier of energetic protection to not let those things absorb into the cells in our body and make it mean something about ourselves, which is exactly what we do. We make what our caregivers did for us during those early, early years mean something about ourselves. My mother wasn't this, therefore I am. My father wasn't that, therefore I'm this. My grandparents did this. My uncles and aunts did that. My friends. And we create all of these stories that we think we are. And we show up in the world with this identity, okay, as a as a kid that involved that that grows into a preteen. Then this teenager that continues to be caught up in these stories why because now we've had a heartbreak from the boyfriend and the, and the girlfriends that have been bullying us and we're just continuing to add on top of all these other limiting beliefs these other stories that are creating this persona that isn't actually you and it came crashing like a ton of bricks that I have been the love that I seek this entire time and you are the love that you have been seeking this entire time. And so I pray that is like, it hit me so hard that we go our entire lives with this identity, with this belief that has nothing to do with us. And you are such a precious being, such a precious soul and have so much to offer, give and gift and be but we don't even know it because we haven't even tapped into that magic within ourselves because we're afraid because we don't even believe in what we have to offer and give because of these other stories running in the background. Um, that could translate into feeling worthy of only this much love or feeling like we can only deserve this much success or feeling like you can never amount to whatever. Okay, none of that is true. All of those are BS. Those are all keeping you small and keeping those other stories alive, true, and validated. We have to unvalidate those stories, cut the cords of them feeling being attached to us, and start to align ourselves with the stories that are true. Going back to filtering life's truths. Okay, if everything is happening for you, filter that upbringing with with how did it happen for you? Well, because of that upbringing, I forged this level of strength that I have today. It has made me the mother I am. It has made me the wife I am, the friend I am, creating a new storyline that is birthing this strength within you that is authentic, that gives you life, that gives you energy. And so this also translated into having a profound impact on my relationship and my marriage as well, because, you know, no one is perfect. And if you're a woman that is married, if you're a wife, okay, you know, our husbands are not going to show up the same for us every day, just like we are not going to show up the same every day as a wife. We have different things that are happening. Therefore, we have different output that we can give every day. We can do our best. We can communicate where we're at so it doesn't hurt their feelings or acknowledge where they need support, just like they will do for us. Okay. But many times, if we don't recognize that we are what we've been seeking, we're going to be putting that 
precious, most sacred part of ourselves into the hands of others and be at their mercy. So when they don't show up in the way that we need them to, we then make a story about us. Wow, I'm not loved. I'm not worthy of this. I, I'm i not receiving what it is that I want, what it is that I need, I'm lacking. And we create this whole storyline and we show up the rest of that day or this time with, with that energy. And it's simply not true. Perhaps they just didn't have that capacity, but we still hold that sacred part within ourselves and we don't give it away to be at the mercy of others. And that is the power that we as children didn't learn how to do because we're a child and many adults don't even know how to have that conversation with saying, listen, I am here to love you and support you unconditionally. It may come across conditionally sometimes because I'm human and I fail and I mess up and I make mistakes, but that means nothing about you. You are perfect, whole, and have everything inside of you to be okay with or without me. With me is better, obviously, right? But that type of understanding relinquishes so much pressure from attachments and attachments is where we have all of our suffering. Okay. Um, when we're attaching ourselves, we think that we, we are now dependent. And when you're dependent, you believe that you have, there is something outside of you. Okay. That you must have, that you need, that you don't have within you. Therefore it's at the mercy of someone else. So those were my reflections that helped me elevate in so many profound ways in 2023. And they're still integrating into my nervous system, into my body. I've felt them come up already in different moments in time since the new year. And it's been really beautiful to witness and to experience moving through these different elements. Okay, with the way that I am growing and where my evolution is taking me. So with that being said, speaking of evolution, let's get into the ins and the outs of 2024. So where should we start? Um, well, we have talked a lot about the reflections and okay, the ins and the outs. So the ins. Let's talk about what's in. Okay. What's in for 2023? Obviously, um, time to self. As a mom, as a busy wife, where do you find time to self? Mornings before everyone is awake and evenings once everyone's asleep. So for me, I have really enjoyed like slow mornings where everyone's sleeping and I can have that quiet time. In order to do that, I need to get to bed early. So for me, slow mornings, meaning time to self, have my coffee in peace or my water, read my book, journal, whatever, um, means being in bed early. So like 9.30 p.m. for me is my be in bed time. Um, 10 o'clock asleep, that's the goal. Beach sunrise. I was born and raised in Florida, therefore I love the beach. Um, well, I guess I shouldn't say therefore I'm someone who's born and raised in Florida. Therefore I've grown up on a beach. Therefore I just, the beach resonates with me. Cause I don't know everybody loves the beach, even though you're from Florida. Um, <laughs> but there's something about the beach 
like the horizon, the waves, the natural occurring white noise sound. It just brings me so much peace and serenity. I really connect, if you know what I mean, with the beach. So the beach sunrise is something I have access to and I don't go enough. And it's so important to do that, to get that energy and just groundedness. So I want to make a point to go to the beach sunrise one to two times a month. I have a girlfriend um, that actually goes and she's inspired me. So that's my accountability partner to do that with. Um, in 2024, I want to have more fun and just play, not take life so seriously. So this to me means less TV time, um, especially with my little one when it's that, you know, hard hour before bedtime. Um, I don't want the TV playing in the background anymore. I want to be dancing with him, listening to music with him, having fun with him. And I've done this a few times already. And that's what it inspired me to put on my list to just have more fun and dance move my body, feel the flow of my feminine energy rising and coming through. Um, being that I'm Greek and I'm married to a Latin, it's kind of like in my blood to move and dance and just have fun. And that is on my list. So I'm looking forward to that. I want to get into more um, consistent running. Running for me is like I'm flying. Like I'm a bird. I don't know if I don't know about you, but every time I dream, if I could have a superpower, it'd be to fly. So yeah, running is that thing for me. Um, and I want to do that more consistently, at least twice a week. This one I love. So I started implementing daily gratitudes. Okay, whenever I can get it in, whether it's the morning or evening, by the end of the day, it must happen. Writing down what I'm grateful for. When you do that, um, you start to have more things in your life that you just are genuinely appreciative over because what you focus on expands. And so I've noticed that when I speak things aloud, I give them a place to exist in life. Okay, that's why there's so many times, you know, when you are talking about things you don't want to talk about anymore because you're giving energy to it. I don't want to give energy to those things. I want to give energy to the things that I want to expand in my life. And so I actually started practicing speaking aloud the things that I'm grateful for in addition to writing them. But when I speak them aloud, it just completely fills my entire body with this like magnificent energy where I'm just so like on fire. I am just like so grateful. I just, it just amplifies the feeling of gratitude tenfold in your life. And you're going to get that much more of it back. So I encourage you to really adopt this one into your ends for 2024 is speaking aloud the things that you're grateful for and watch, watch, okay, what's going to happen. Um, and don't care who's listening, like in the car, start talking to yourself, let your kids hear you about the things that you're grateful for. You know, um, I like speaking life over my family, over my husband, especially in prayer at dinner time. And that's a great way to, to speak aloud your, your gratitudes for everyone to hear. Um, daily vitamins and water. Okay. When I was pregnant, I was on fire, drinking a gallon of water a day, taking my vitamins like super consistently. And after I had him, after I had the baby, it just like kind of fizzled. I drink a good amount of water a day, but like getting back on that, you know, gallon a day, I would like to get back to there, my daily vitamins as well. 
The next is creating awareness over autopilot. So this could be as simple as instead of it being a habit to drink coffee every day, I want to drink my coffee because I want to. It's intentional. I have awareness that I want to drink it versus, oh, I just, where's my coffee? I haven't had my coffee today yet. It's a habit, autopilot. The less we can be an autopilot, the more presence, intention, awareness we create in our lives and everything becomes that much more conscious. So awareness over autopilot. Um, the last few, calling extended family more. This is really about maintaining the extended relationships in your life that aren't going to be maintained unless you do something about it and you create that momentum um, and, and that connection. So when I was in Peru, actually, I got a message from one of my extended cousins and it just brought me so much happiness that I actually just FaceTimed her and it made our entire day being able to see each other and have a brief conversation and it really just continue to build upon that relationship. And I think it's so important because your parents can do as much as possible to keep relationships alive with their aunts, their, you know, your cousins, whatever. But then as you get older, it's on you to maintain those relationships with those extended cousins and the kids they have. And so that way your kids can have those relationships, but it falls on you at some point to build that. So that's a big one for me because that's being Greek, I have lots of family, and now it's my turn to build those. Um, evening stretches and soul time. Yes, so whether this happens in the evening or the morning, it can fluctuate, but stretching is so important to be in tune with yourself and kind of that, you know, animalistic spirit inside of you. Um, I think we lose touch of that part of ourselves because we're so caught up in the busy and the autopilot. So this goes back to awareness and carving out that time for you. So whether, you know, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, okay, 30 minutes, amazing, an hour, super amazing, carve out that time. And that's something that I've noticed brings me so much like just energetic fulfillment. It brings me, it just grounds me. It allows me to fall more into my feminine and surrender more to my husband, which I obviously he loves. And I notice things flow really well when I do that. So soul time is actually not selfish. It is vital to every aspect of your being. Um, realizing my posture. Posture has such a profound impact on your confidence, not just on your physical body, but like so much more. So I've noticed a tendency, I slouch a bit, and the moment I just stand up, stand tall, straighten the back, like everything changes. So I'm focusing on that this year, that's super in. Cycle syncing my calendar and eating, that's been huge ever since we had the episode on cycle syncing I've been noticing so much more about the different week I'm in within my cycle my energy what I have the energy for what I should be eating etc and maintaining that throughout this year um this one goes out to all my mamas connect before you correct it's so easy as a mama to just go straight to correction without connection. And on our episode with the parenting coach and conscious parenting, 
what was one of my greatest takeaways was creating that basis of connection before we go into correction. It's the same thing in our adult relationships. Like, I don't want to be corrected before someone like, you know, creates that connection with me. I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll take it, but it'll be received so much better and go so much farther had we taken that extra step to to be with our people before we start going down that rabbit hole. Um, this one is a bit more personal, so it's really easy to take things personally, okay? Especially when you're always in the doing and you feel like you're, you know, overgiving, um, which we have to take back that power and balance that within ourselves. But someone said this to me and the company I previously worked for, and it was just be matter of fact, just be matter of fact. And that takes away the need to take things personally. So when I communicate moving forward, I'm communicating things that I'm experiencing just as a matter of fact, instead of taking things personally. Um, and the last thing that's in for 2024 is to fall deeply in love with my timeline, with my life, with everything that I filled it with, because I am missing out on nothing because I have created everything. And this goes right into what is out for 2024. So the feeling of missing out, watching other people's timelines, it can be so easy to always want what you don't have. But when you realize you're the creator of your life, you can then create that. So you're not actually missing out on anything because if you want something, go create it. And I've always been a huge believer in that. Um, so that goes back into uh, over feeling overwhelmed and scatterbrained, putting too much on your plate at once, um, which then leads to procrastinating because you have too much. You don't know where to start. So you literally paralyze yourself. Okay. I know I'm not the only one. And we start and sometimes don't finish a task because we put too much on our plate and there's simply not enough time, um, which then also makes me one of those people that takes forever to text back. And I'm really trying to break that habit. Um, the next one would be easily snapping. Okay, taking things personally, we can easily get defensive and snap and not truly hear what's taking place. So again, recognize your role in things. Um, what is out? The next one, tap, trapping myself in freezer fawn. So this goes back into our nervous system episode. We dove into with Kate Vasquez, um, an expert in nervous system regulation, the different trauma responses. Okay, if you don't know what they are, I highly recommend you look them up or listen to that episode. We can easily trap ourselves into our trauma responses and be an autopilot within them, not consciously aware of how we're showing up. So I am choosing not to trap myself in those things and just be matter of fact with how I'm feeling so I don't trap myself. Um, no social past 9 p.m. This will help me maintain my 9.30 p.m. in bed time so I can have that soul time and do whatever it is that I would like with my time before bed. All of these things are gearing towards my main goals, my big goals that I have and the vision for my life. They're all aiming towards elevating myself, towards becoming more tuned in, intentional, aware, conscious. You guys, we're not perfect. 
We will never be. This is a never-ending journey, okay? And it's just simply about coming more in into the middle, into the line, walking that line that's going to make us feel whole, happy, grounded, worthy, value, and loved. And at the end of the day, you are the love that you seek. So if there's something in your life that you're not happy with, what is your operating system? What are the stories that you're believing about yourself? How are you showing up, acknowledging your role? Sometimes we're not the hero and that's okay, but you are your own hero. No one is here that is going to save you more than yourself. So I encourage you, I hope something in this episode really stood out to you and inspired you to be and to get quiet and to really tune in and listen. And if you loved everything we shared today, I cannot wait to talk to you again next week. Next week will be our his and her episode, talking all about the things from our trip to Peru, as I mentioned. Um, So much happened, so much. And I can't wait to dive into it all with you guys. I hope you have an amazing day. And again, happy 2024. Oh, and last but not least, before we tune out for the day, I would love to hear your in and out list for 2024. And if there's any of the things that stood out on my list that you feel you want to integrate into your life, that would mean the world to me to know what stood out to you, what resonated in our ins and out lists over here and what you're going to be implementing. I would love to know. I wouldn't just love to know. I kind of want to know. (laughs) Did I miss anything on my list that I could integrate too? We're all in this together. All right, you guys, be sure to find me at Elevate with Eliana. Share with me what it is that you're going to be integrating. What are your ins and outs? And don't forget to rate and review the show. Love y'all. See you next week. Thank you so much for joining us on the Elevate Your Life podcast. I hope it gave you exactly what you were looking for. This show brings me so much joy and I'm so happy to have this space for these amazing conversations and guests. To support the show, please rate and review and share it with your loved ones. If you want to be reminded of new episodes, click the subscribe button on your preferred podcast or video player. You can sign up for my newsletter in the show notes below to receive my favorites and updates. Till next week, you guys find us on Instagram and tag us wherever you are listening at Elevate with Eliana. Sending you so much love and remember, you got this.